but at the moment i see the sri lanka cricket team in usa so i feel like you know once you cross that boundary line you play for your country you play to win sri lanka kolovasai yakada kola i haven't seen so many memes about sri lanka cricket in a single week than i have in the past week can you just put that into words what what more to say so looking at how when i started watching cricket was around 2007 2007 like yeah, sri lanka yeah. played really well in that world cup and we managed to qualify to the finals then 2009 we were again in the finals and unfortunately we lost it against pakistan then 2011 12 14 and then 2015 world cup we saw sangha score 400s and and that was pretty much it so after that we saw the decline of sri lanka cricket which is very very sad uh i thought the champions trophy 2017 which should have won except for those few bad fielding errors from yeah. sri lankan fielders apart from that we did great but at the moment i see the sri lanka cricket team in usa so i feel like you know <laughs> all the players are going to go sri there. lankans so, are in australia sri lankan cricket players yeah, are in usa <laughs> I yeah. mean so for yeah. all the viewers who are watching and who thinks that you know Sri Lanka cricket is not dominating just go look at the USA cricket team and you will know who we are <laughs> okay, you know yes. <laughs> you see China Russia they've been trying to be the world leaders they've, they've been trying it all all these years but they've not been able to dominate but look at our Sri Lanka cricketers just a few minutes and you know they all few minutes is they're retired and they go play there so don't worry yeah. Sri Lankan friends they're all in good hands Yeah, thank you for that so very sentimental uh, introduction, uh, Aslam, into this episode. Uh, Shine, can you just further elaborate on what Aslam said? You know, it's not been going well. Uh, to top it off, we had a very controversial incident involving three of our cricket players. The less said about that, the better. But this is a Sri Lankan. This is a an episode. Dedicated to Sri Lanka cricket. So, what can you say about incidents like that? Bob? what really goes on in the mind of a cricketer when you do such a thing well i think it's safe to say that since the days of your siddharth vettimoni is your warnapuras this is easily sri lanka's biggest downfall in terms of cricket uh, yes every country has their cycles where it's a bit of a not so good phase but i think for sri lanka it's a bit prolonged and a bit grim bit more grim you could say yeah. uh, but with regards to the incident that happened a couple of days ago i mean there's not too much you can say i think it's pretty straightforward one of them being our vice captain um and i'd like to take our viewers and i'd like to give them a bit of background as to how things used to be especially on uh, during the days of arjuna ranatunga it was a very very different story back then uh, especially i'll i'll take you guys through why sri lankan cricket fans are so obsessed with the game and yes it sounds very cliche to say that you know cricket is more than just a sport for us but as sri lankans why we say it is because i'm sure many of you are aware that not too long ago sri lanka was going through a very very testing uh, time a lot of trials and tribulations with regards to the social and political situation in the country and cricket played such a huge role in bringing people together in uh, in facilitating social integration and harmony sri, sri lankan cricket had a huge role in the sense that Uh, for multiple reasons one of them being the cricket team was an ideal representation of how we are as sri lankans it didn't matter uh, 
what religion, what race, what ethnicity a player belong to. Once you cross that boundary line, you play for your country, you play to win. And back then you'd see people would just flock to come and watch Sanajay Surya play, Aravind De Silva play. It didn't, you, you've never heard of a story where a group of a particular race would come and fill in a certain part of a stadium. No, we, we joined in together as Sri Lankans. And that is why we are so obsessed with the game. It is because it has played such a huge role in bringing our people together as a nation during a time where division was everywhere, where war was everywhere, where racial barriers and borders were all over the place. It was cricket, as funny as it sounds. It was a sport, a game that played such a huge role in bringing people together. So back then, uh, for our playing level, it was not a sport. It was almost, a lot of people say it, but it's, I think it's true. It was like a religion almost, where it was such an integral part of your life. And I'm certain that um, players back then wouldn't even be in the frame of mind to sacrifice, um, to put rather, to compromise on so much uh, to go out on a Sunday night to have some fun. And it's not just that. I mean, one, Sri Lanka cricket spent 69 million rupees to charter a flight and send uh, our team to England. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Number two, if someone does test positive, our Pakistan tour is gone and our Indian tour is gone. Two very, very big tours for a Sri Lankan cricket team. And eventually, one of the players get affected. We lose out on using that play for our tours as well. And imagine the situation of the management where you go as a touring team and one of, it's not even like it's our own land. We're, the, we're, the, we're not the host, we're the tourists. Imagine how embarrassing it is where you go into a foreign land and you need to succumb to a situation where your people could not keep themselves together in a foreign land. Crazy embarrassing. And I genuinely do feel for the people who spent so many years trying to bring Sri Lanka to where it is today. You're all the way from, like I said, the Vettimunis to your Roy Dyers, your Aravindas, your Arjunas, Sanat, Mahela, Sangha. All of them have done so much. I mean, it's, if, if the world knows Sri Lanka, it's for one of two reasons, either tea or cricket. And yeah, they've done so much to bring cricket to where it was. But the situation, as we speak of it now, it just looks like it doesn't really matter to them. There's so much commercialization rather taking yeah. place where it seems as if um, whatever they post on Instagram or the commercial advertisements or the commercial relations, relationships seem to be at the, at the center of their life and not cricket. And yes, it is quite, very, not quite, it's, it's extremely sad, especially as a cricketing fan where all you can do is watch and do nothing. But we certainly hope that things will change uh, in the days to come. Yeah, and uh, I think yeah, sadly, uh, I, I have a I question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, I need to watch answer quickly. I mean, uh, regarding the incident, I don't think there's uh, any point in uh, keeping on uh, talking about that because the players obviously know what they did was wrong, um, and obviously they are going to face. It's unfortunate, very unfortunate, uh, and they are going to face the whatever uh, consequences they have faced. But just to make clear what um, the whole past is about. I mean, some people took the wrong idea from the clip they saw. They were talking about the fact that, you know, what they were doing in the video, they were having cigarettes or something. It, that is not the issue. Cricketers, I mean, they are adults. They can do what they want, uh, obviously, as long as they maintain their uh, health and they keep the fitness standards uh, uh, to the minimum required as a cricketer. The problem is the fact that you 
in a situation that is with the covid uh, uh, pan- with the pandemic still not under control uh, cricket has still managed to find it not just cricket all the sports have, has managed to find a way to still play to, to have hmm. these games to have these matches ஒரு like now you saw chamin davas he is 50 years old and he ran he the 2 km faster yeah. than this thing so in such a situation smoking and stuff is a mistake and in a situation where we are losing you'd rather look to better yourself you know because the truth is end of the day i know they are doesn't they are allowed to do it but on tour when you're supposed to be at the fit at the fittest you can sure. you're supposed to give I'm, out I'm the not best i'm saying it's not but uh, I, i agree with that but what i'm saying is they have teams looking i mean they, they are management looking into that so obviously if if they feel like it's not um not a good thing they will definitely tell them but what i'm saying the bigger problem here is the fact that after all the uh, you know restrictions are put in because we want to see sport okay mm-hmm. there's so much of money put in into uh, make a bio bubble a lot of effort has been put by um you know the health workers the doctors and medical staff the fact that you know they did they, there was disregard for that um is the biggest problem i just want to ask i mean this whole situation with both this breaking this uh, the covid bubble as well as fitness uh shayan aslam both one of your analysis don't you think it stems from a lack of discipline in the team which is exactly. due to i would say leadership not just from a captain but from the board itself like there is no proper system to manage these players right because i i believe in times of arjuna and all there was a proper leadership always you know the players were guided well but right now there is no proper experienced player to i would say to lead this definitely jose what i say might sound a bit political but the truth is over the past 10 years the sri lankan board that i've seen i've all like there are elections but at the end of the day it's the same old people that come into power i wouldn't want to mention their names yeah. but that's a very bad system when you have one leader for too long it's never going to help and they always need change because if a leader stays in power for very long it's he's going to create a monopoly where he can rule the whole system so we are in such a such a situation so fairism takes place so there is no way forward if we don't revamp the whole system we've seen mahela sanga saying they can't take over the cricket board because they know the system wouldn't allow them that's because of the power that has been created by these people who were in power for the past 10 years you know they've created a monopoly which cannot be broken so unless that's broken i don't see a future for sri lankan cricket at all yeah so, um, yeah. yeah now actually moving on to selection uh i think both of you have your your opinions on the selection committee as well a lot of opinions like like, like you said uh the same type of people and you know and, and for the uh, just for the the video purposes this is going to be a very casual conversation so uh yeah, yeah. uh aslam and shine like you've seen selections at selector controversy and drama and i think last year there was something wrong with the president uh 
Yeah. Along with that, can you educate our viewers on to what's going on with selection? Because selection is ultimately the key to win a match. You you start winning the series, or you start winning World Cups, you start winning the T20s. Those you start winning everything from selection itself. So what's wrong with our selectors? Like what is wrong, Shyam? Uh, well, for our viewers who are wondering why our seniors like Angela Matthews, Dimut Karnaratna are not in the are not included in the squads, it's because our selection committee, led by Pramodya Vikramasinghe, have come up with a policy where they want to give a hundred percent exposure to who who they label as young blood, and they want to make sure that come the 2023 World Cup, these young players will have will be ready enough to be at a competitive level at the World Cup. But then again, if you really dig deep into it and do your homework, you'd realize that the people who they're terming as young are not really young. A yeah. fair amount of them have been playing international cricket for a good five, six years. And that's fairly experienced. That's not really young. The other problem I see with it is we have uh, Dimut Karnaratna, Angela Matthews, Lahiru Thirimana, and Dinesh Chandimal all who are at their age where batsmen peaked their best performances and they are being left out. Imagine if someone like Kumar Sangakkara was left out uh, during the ages of 30 to 35. That is where a batsman has is at the prime, at his prime, I would say, where he has gained all his yeah. experience throughout the years and built his skill to a certain level. So we're yeah. leaving our best players out during the best phase of their life, during the best period as a batsman rather, and we're expecting this team to be carried by uh, a leader like Kusar Pereira, who I think is a wonderful cricketer, but he's not a captain in my opinion. Mm, he's not, mm, I, yeah, come, yeah. especially during a situation like this, we need another Arjuna Ranatunga. As, yeah. uh, as, as much as I may not... Um, agree with all of his leadership principles. I feel like it's slightly inclined towards a dictatorship. This It, it is what Sri Lanka needs at this point. I, and Kusar Pereira, in my opinion, does not fill in these boots. Yeah, I just, but that is just ground level of selection issues. I think there's a lot more that stems uh, and roots inward. But that is where the problems stand on base level as of now. Definitely. I totally agree with you. Sele sele uh, no, the selection thing, I just feel like I should say... Um, the news, uh, Sri Lanka has had a massive issue in the past few years when it comes to selection. They don't know what their selection policy is. It has been uh, a huge problem. Problem is because the uh, committee keeps changing. They, uh, when when uh, the team does not do well, they just move to another selection committee. And we've had various selection committees where if a player doesn't perform well in one match, he's dropped. You bring another player, yeah. he doesn't perform well, he's dropped, another player is brought in. Uh, Sri Lanka handed out close to 70 ODI caps from 2015. Mm -hmm. so, and don't forget, we had over 10 captains over the past 10 years. Yes. Or more so than over see, the past 5 years. There is no, there has not been consistency whatsoever. Definitely. But, yeah. and, uh, okay, so that was one example. Then, when, uh, uh, a few years back, what they said was, especially when Mikhiata came in, what they said was, okay, we are going to identify our best cricketers and give them a prolonged run. And they had a certain plan. 2019 World Cup, similar to what England did, like Aslam said. So what England did was, before the 2015 World Cup, they were nowhere. They just lost that series series against us 5-2. Uh, uh, Alistair Cook was uh, asked to step down as captain. Ryan Morgan took over. England performed in the World Cup, performed badly. They got knocked out in the group stage against, and they lost that match to Bangladesh. But they kept on Morgan and they brought in a new team. And they built it around him. 
and by the time they came to the 2019 world cup they were the best team in the world so sri lanka had a similar idea with dimuth karunaratne as the captain he was not playing odia cricket at all but he was brought in as captain to establish because of what he did with the test team and he did a much better job than what oin morgan did in the 2015 world cup because everyone is expecting sri lanka to finish probably last or second uh, uh, second before last in the 2019 world cup but we managed to finish sixth just two points uh, two spots away from the semi final mm-hmm. so that was that uh, sense of uh, he brought a sense of calmness and he settled the team and he was uh, he was consistently building the team from scratch to to become a better team for the 2023 world cup and if you look at his record uh, uh, we the uh, in the away games that was a bit uh, i mean it wasn't as good as you would expect but at home he had a whitewash win against bangladesh and a whitewash series against west indies you would say they are not the top teams but it's still a big team yeah. bangladesh they on the rise west indies of the one point the one point the best team in the world so after doing all that i mean dimuth he did all that hard work i don't think he deserved to lose his captaincy that was Definitely. for me a huge mistake because he brought the stability to the team so uh playing the youngsters i actually i mean you can say it, it's something they have to do something because otherwise they can't arrest this squad but remove uh, dimuth and this is not against kusal pereira we never know i i mean uh, shan and asam feel uh, kusal pereira might not be able to but we never know so something may happen no one expected dimuth to win that series in south africa uh 2-0 who that thought yeah. could happen but nothing against kusal pereira but after all the hard work dimuth kanaratne has done he didn't deserve to lose his uh, captaincy over nothing Definitely. he should have been the captain and it's the same thing with dasun shanagar dasun shanagar he was named interim captain he took the team to a young team to pakistan they were the number one side in the world in t20s and beat them 3-0 he was made permanent captain didn't get to play a single game he was dropped and they got and they made kusal pereira again nothing against kusal pereira but see it's that sort of inconsistency that doesn't allow the players to grow so they are always either playing with uh, the fear of um, uh, if they get out they are not going to uh, have their place in the team that that's always been there that's always been the case over the past few so i think inconsistencies in selection has played a massive part in sri lanka uh, in sri lanka's position in world cricket today definitely because you look at uh, how we okay, the eleven we select is always pretty funny you have like the last two matches against england yes we had a few issues so we don't we didn't have batsmen and all that but if you look at the first game the first t20 i don't know why sri lanka plays so many all rounders now you play dasun shanaka yes but dasun shanaka as a batsman you you'd rather use a batsman like a banukaraj pakshe because if you are not going to bowl dasun shanaka you might as well not play him so i don't get that logic and also the fact that dananjay disilva should not be playing t20 because he is um, test and odia batsman because he takes his time to start so playing him in t20s is wrong but i'm sure the logic behind that is the fact that he can bowl but he didn't bowl yeah. so if you are not going to bowl a bowler in a match you would rather play a bowler or a batsman a full so why always yeah. use half cricketers because dasun yeah. shanaka is a hard hitter but he is not the most reliable batsman in the team what if you use yeah. a player like banukaraj bakshadra instead of him you would have more value so it's an isurudan because i know he's been working really hard but his bowling has not come off over over the last 6 7 months he's not bowling well 
So yeah. you'd rather use a Lahiru Kumara who is more consistent. Isurudana's batting is also not the most consistent. He is not an all-rounder. Although they consider him an all-rounder, he is not. So you'd rather play proper batsmen and proper bowlers instead of playing half cricketers. So I guess that's one thing that the Sri Lanka yeah. cricket needs to consider. And yeah. yes, not nothing against Kusal Pereira. He's a great. He's a great cricketer. He's been. He's done a lot of good things for us. You know, his the one fifty three in South Africa was amazing. But as a captain, you'd always think twice because when you look at his performance at Candy Tuskers, uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, the first game he played, he picked Lasit Ambudenia, who is a left arm spinner. So and he didn't bowl him. So that shows like yeah. you you don't even yeah that's that shows that you're not sure about your decision. So you shouldn't have picked him if you are not going to bowl him. Some say that he forgot that Lasit was in the team. I really don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, but absolutely, the, yeah, totally agree. So, if you pick someone, you need to make sure that he plays. So, it's this kind, and the fact that we've had so many captains over the past five years is not a good thing. There is no consistency. So, yeah, me personally, I think Sri Lanka cricket. I mean, obviously, it's tough. Who would uh, you for a pick us old, to as like to go forward? Sorry, who is your pick to go forward? That's what he asked. As the leader. Yeah, as leader. Who would you pick? Who would you pick? Definitely for my uh, for the ODI and testing, Simut Karna because he's okay. someone that the rest of the team respects and they look up to him. You need a leader who you can look up to. The thing with the current Sri Lankan young team is they weren't groomed by Sangha Mahel, so that legacy is not taken forward here. What's happening is a new culture is created because they don't have anyone to look up to. But you take people like Matthews Chandimal; they were groomed by Sangha Mahela, so they have that legacy in them. So it's only by having those kind of cricketers in your team will that legacy continue. If you bring in a bunch of new players, it's they're going to create their own culture, and I see that's what's happening. You know, they don't really worry; they are worried about the truth. Is they're worried about getting the Instagrams verified. <laughs> All right. So having spoken about the the selection policies and the disciplinary issues. now we have to find solutions and now we're going to be talking about the solutions and one solution is that the potential solution is probably the lpl t20 yes it it might not fix our test test uh, formation or you know the the test team but it might find us new players like uh, like like we found that boy from jaffna I, i forget his name but uh, that boy was yes can Vijayakant, Vijayakant, Vijayakant. So, so gems like that can be found and possibly be put into the the Sri Lanka cricket team. But uh, you know, Abhishek, you've been following uh, LPL last year. You and me both actually, uh, Shavin as well. But we were very heavily into it. Uh, but yeah. like, what can we learn from the second edition of the LPL, which will be taking place in this year in the next few months, hopefully? Well, I think the most important thing in this tournament is to play as much as youngsters as you can. Uh, give opportunities to those players in the circuit because that experience you get when you share a dressing room uh, with some of the international stars. Of course, we—I mean, I, the LPL is not at the stage where it attracts all the top stars in world cricket, but it attracts quite a few stars. Uh, of course, last year everyone could come because of the pandemic and because of international commitments, but. the more the lpl grows we hope that's the case uh, players will come so you need that experience to grow as a cricketer and uh, one major reason for that is because something which uh, 
Sangha has alluded to, Mahila has alluded to, Mita Murlidharan has alluded to. Our domestic structure is not at the level it needs to be. We talk about the first class, it's always come back to this first class structure. Um, and uh, unfortunately, even uh, the uh, Sri Lanka cricket president has uh, made a comment saying that, you know, we can, we don't need to change this uh, um, structure because it won us the World Cup in 96. But, but you have to realize that times change, teams are exactly. evolved, uh, uh, domestic structures are evolved. You look at uh, the level of uh, competitiveness in the other domestic structures. That's not there in Sri Lanka cricket, in, in the domestic structure of Sri Lanka cricket. So, uh, I mean, Players like Sangha, uh, Kumar Sankar, Mahajavadana, Uttar Muralidharan have put forward suggestions, but not much has been done about it. So, through the LPL, uh, players can get some sort of experience. Of course, like you said, it won't help in test cricket because um, test cricket is is a physical game. You, you need to be not just mentally strong, your body needs to be physically prepared to bowl those overs, 40 overs, uh, to uh, take time in the middle and score runs. It's it's a physical attribute that you need to work on. It's it's not easy. Yeah. So, um, for obviously for short term LPL, it, we have seen the impact of the IPL on Indian players. They have found so many gems. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you see those guys performing well even in Test cricket level because of the level of quality in the domestic structure in the Ranji Trophy. Um, we've seen that, and the perfect example for that is the Australia series. I mean. I don't think people realize how big it was. The fact that they kept losing players for to injury, but they found replacements, and those replacements didn't just come and um, uh, just take their place and just bowl uh, casually. They turned out to be match winners in their own right. Mohammad Siraj came into the team, won the game. Washington Sundar came in and won, uh, helped India score runs with the bat, even though being a bowler, he was good as a bowler as well. So that's all because of the preparation they get in the domestic structures, which Sri Lanka doesn't have. So the LPL, yeah, definitely it's important. Uh, it's it's a start, but yeah. still a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe to to counter that argument, you can look at New Zealand. They are... I don't know whether they have a, a, a big franchise uh, tournament going on there, but look at their cricketers, right? And, they don't, but their, their domestic structures is strong. Like they have yeah, that's, that's strong. That's strong. And it just goes to show that commercialization is not the way to go. And it's not the only thing, like how Cheyenne said, it's not the only thing to look forward to. You have to play for your country in the end. You're, you're going to yeah. represent your country in the end. And that's what matters. Uh, but, but yeah, absolutely. I agree totally with Abhishek. I actually completely agree with you 100%. Uh, I think... As a nation, I think it's more fitting if we compare ourselves to a country like New Zealand than India. In the sense that we are a very small country. As much as we have 22 million people who love the sport, as a very small population that actually that actually play the sport. Um, and we don't have the privilege like countries like India, England, where we have a separate red ball team, a separate white ball team, and even a specialist T20 team sometimes. So I think it's important. Yes, LPL, as wonderful as it has been over the last year, and the benefits Sri Lanka cricket has gained from it, I think there will be much better return on, on investment if we did invest into a domestic structure because producing players that can play um, in the LPL does not guarantee that you that he would make a good red ball player as well. And Sri Lanka, like I said, does not have the luxury where we can afford to have a specialist white ball team. And like I mentioned in my earlier point, um, 
the prevalence needs to be given to players who can play the red ball as much as we do uh, glorify our white ball players who are good entertainers yeah. as well, which is probably not happening in the world today. So as wonderful as LPL is, I think it would be more beneficial if we uh, do invest our time, money and energy into building a domestic structure, which would then churn out players who are capable of delivering um, with the red ball and the white as well. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, just adding to Shayan's point, I mean, uh, if, if just for those in case, uh, for those who are confused as to what the whole domestic uh, circuit issue is, uh, uh, like I said, even like Kumar Sangakkar, Mahal and countless others, what they talk, what they say when it comes to the domestic uh, circuit is that we have too many teams playing uh, first-class cricket. First-class cricket is the highest level of cricket you can play in the domestic level. And from there only you go to international cricket. So if you look at the uh, three, I mean, three biggest countries that play, that's India, England, and Australia. Uh, their first-class cricket, uh, the teams that play are all based on the regions. If you look at uh, the Sheffield Shield in Australia, it's of the five states of Australia. Uh, the Ranjit Trophy, 23 teams, that's the 23 mm. uh, states or divisions in India. And England is the county championships. But here, it's the clubs that play. Um, Obviously, the clubs uh, are um, important in pro uh, providing cricketers, but if you want to get the best of the best, you need to put yeah. uh, find the best of them and play them against each other. And yeah. you should yeah. not, I mean, what they say is, what these are what the experts say, people like Kumar Santar, Mahajavadhan, and Nita Mubridu. You need to find the best of the best and play them against the, each other so that they can bring out their skills. And then from that call, you can find the best to represent Sri Lanka cricket which is not the case in that 24-team system. Uh, in the 24-team uh, system where the clubs play, it's not the case. Sometimes uh, you just crowd competition and you might not see the best coming out of play. So that is the main concern with the domestic structure. Um, we've seen that it's important to have a domestic structure. Like I mentioned before, uh, India's domestic, the, I mean, the billions of India's domestic structure showed in that Australia series. That's why I just keep going back to that because of that uh, because of how important that is. The fact that they have a good structure, their players are prepared, so they can, even if they lose players, they can bring in replacements and replacements that would make an impact. So that is why the domestic structure is crucial for a country's success in world cricket. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And uh, uh, Shavin, you had a question to ask as well? Yeah, um, just you know, regarding the whole domestic structure situation, uh, like yeah. revamping the domestic structure, uh, what I think it, it's it's a very long-term solution, right? Because to revamp it and then to find players and to groom those players into the national team is going to take a good five, six plus or even even more time. But for cricket fans right now, uh, do, do you all think that there is a short-term solution to you know get out of this rut that Sri Lankan cricket find, finds itself in? Or do you think there is no short-term solution? Well, one one particular issue is that I think where our administration rather is running to the wrong solutions for the wrong problem. Uh, a player player misperforms. The answer is not to get the world's best coach from the West. That is not the answer. Uh, I saw a, a live the other day where <laughs> one of I think it was so Sina Bushara, yeah. uh, where he said that yeah. um, it was probably uh, Graham Ford who was there back then. Uh, or Tom Moody. Trevor Bayliss. Trevor Bayliss. Okay. Apparently, 
Tilna Tusaro was carrying drinks onto the field and before yeah. he went over the uh, Trevor Bailey said asked him to do something and then apparently it was not happening in the middle and then Mahila asks him did you go tell him what Trevor asked you to and he said no I didn't understand the thing he said but he said yeah so I think there was an incident like that in 1996 world cup uh i i think one of the water boys oh sorry but uh, one of the the reserve players had to go and give water to uh, i think it was alvin the reserve and someone else i think asaka guru guru singh and uh, and the, the the coach at the time uh, dave watmo had said something to the that that player in english and <laughs> what he said was uh after this is after the match he said uh Yeah, but uh, see, I didn't understand. So I went and told him, "Play, play the way you like." To see, they what we had given, uh, like a tactical analysis on like how to play against the Australians. This guy says, "We can't go on, bro. We can't go on." Not bro, but we can't go on. So funny. Actually, actually, on a professional level, I think yeah. the the relationship a player has with his coach is very, very important, and. Um, let's face it. A majority of our Sri Lankan national athletes don't speak English um, mm. as their as their first language. So uh, there's clearly a big gap there where the coach and the player don't have as strong of a relationship as one should, especially at a national level. Good so point. there's there's many uh, many solutions that we can dive right into that. But that's probably one that comes to the top of my head instantly. Yeah. That's I mean, it's all about you know revamping the whole system. The I think the issue is with the management. You can't really blame the players because they are, they do what they are told to do. Unless you're managed well, yeah, it's never going to sure. change. So we just need a revamp of the whole system. And exactly, I feel- and I think the whole drama with these coaches is also. I mean, when you come to an international level, a coach is never going to come and tell you how to play a straight drive, get your head over the exactly. ball. Exactly, it doesn't That's happen at that level. At an international level, it's all about managing your players well, giving them the mental strength. and the understanding of what it takes to be a professional athlete the yeah. lifestyle and the demands of it as well as the psychological factors that is what a coach needs to implement because at a domestic domestic structure you're not really uh, considered a superstar or an entertainer uh, the way a, an international cricketer would be so you're suddenly put into the spotlight which is probably what has happened to people like Kusal Mendis and Nirosh Dikpalle you come from playing for a club like ncc or tamil union you suddenly you're suddenly put into the spotlight where you're getting so much attention from the world and you don't know what to do with that uh, level of success and fame so as a coach i think that's what his main role needs to be not how to play a straight drive not how to play a cut shot not at that level yeah uh, that's that's true so true i mean uh, if if you ask me i think uh, sri lanka in re- the recent past have struggled with their preparation like it's a wrong preparation sometimes they do like for the england series like they didn't have a proper spin bowling coach i mean it's it's it shouldn't be the case where you don't know how to spin in your own country but you still need someone to guide you uh, now uh, the perfect example was they had rangan hera who was available to come and be be there as a consultant other countries are using up top coaches you know to uh, uh for uh, for the better their skills right so uh, preparation wise there's been uh, uh like it's been a bit of concern because sometimes you find that they uh they struggle with the let's say the moving the swinging ball sometimes they struggle with speed so and and fitness you know it has been a massive concern but yeah i think uh, 
nothing can really change unless you know we see these big changes taking place. It's a long process. And for whoever's watching, like, if if you think like, why are we so bothered about the sport and Sri Lanka cricket? See, my I I think Shavin can also agree, but my uh, our, our sports, the first sports are not, are not is not cricket. Like it was cricket at one point until you know, football came around, but but. Uh, but we fell in love with that game because it is the the game which gets you recognized abroad. If you go to England, if you go to uh, uh, any part of any any place which cricket is mildly popular, they'll ask you, oh, you are the guy where uh, Sangakkara or Sanat Jaisuriya is from. Uh, he, he was a great batsman. Like There was a taxi driver who asked that in, in England. So uh, it's amazing what cricket can do to you. And that sort of recognition and pride is what fools us and fools the game, uh, but it, it's just really sad to see. Um, it, it becomes it's like such this. a massive part. It's, it it's is, a massive it part is. of our culture. It, it, it's, 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 you can't put it into words how how much it means to Sri Lanka cricket fans. Um, uh, so I mean that's why. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I you you got to feel for the players as well. You know these. Yeah. Guys. Uh, one thing for sure, you, can, you you no one wants to go and lose. Okay, they also would want to go and win. No one mm-hmm. likes that feeling. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we hope that we um, yeah, yeah. can find a way out of it because it's important that we do. Mm-hmm. Because this sport, like Shine said, it's huge for this country. You know, during the toughest of times. It's what brings us together. It's what brings us together. This sport has been What has brought us together this evening also. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The whole point. The whole point. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've but made a I've made a lot of friends on the you know Indian comments section. Exactly, it brings I've nations together. Like, like brings nations friends. together. It brings nations together. And you've seen yeah. you know Indians you know congratulating Pakistan. There are some hate as well, but looking yeah. at the war they have, there are times where Indians say good luck Pakistan, where Pakistan yeah. says good luck. So yeah. it's all because of cricket. So mm-hmm. cricket actually plays a major role. And one important incident that I'd like to highlight is. The day uh, Arjuna stood up for Murali, because can't remember the year. Uh, the umpire kept on uh, deliberate. Yeah, 1996. He was catching uh, Muttaya for chucking, but Muttaya was bowling leg spin. So in leg spin, usually he doesn't chuck. And then yeah. normally he doesn't chuck. He just has a bent arm. Yeah, he just has a yeah. bent arm. So uh, Arjuna, he just watched it, and then a moment later, he decided, okay, if the umpire wants to play that game, he's just going to walk out with the team, and he's going to face the consequences as a leader. So. We know in Sri Lanka, we do have a bit of, you know, racism and religion. There is that thing happened, but that day it proved, you know, we can really unite and we can stand up for one another regardless of the religion, as long as you are Sri Lankan, so. You got cut off my water or something. That is going to go on, on the bloopers. Yeah. That that part is yeah. before Bro. on the bloopers. What happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> like I was saying, oh. we just need all we need is a good leader who you yeah. know a good system, a good management, and I'm sure like cricket is then then we the moment we get a good management, I feel like you know, then we can call ourselves in a transition position. For these past six years, <laughs> it's just you know, just a bluff. But if you want a real transition, you just need the right management and the right players. So, Dukai yeah. Ramai. I, I think Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka have, um, kind of put at least some steps in the correct path by bringing Aravind Disilva as, uh, 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 I think he's uh, 
not director of cricket, he's one of the heads there, technically. Uh, and Tom Moody, he has been there during the successful period. Maybe he can help. But uh, having Aravind Rizilga there is a massive uh, plus point because he knows how it's done. But yeah, I, I think it's important that uh, we somehow find a way because, uh, you know, our generation, like we can testify to how big cricket was for the people who are alive. We were not alive in 96. Okay. But we have all been told the story about the whole 96 campaign from our parents or my grandparents. Still hear it. Okay. Still we still hear stories yeah. from that. Yeah. About, about how uh, what Aston said about Arjuna Ramkunga Sanya from Uttayamadu. My father told me that story. My grandfather told me that story. It's, it's, it's stories that are like in the hearts of Sri Lankans because cricket is a massive part of our lives. It's, it's, it's more than just a sport, like Shang said. So, yeah, and the that's, day, that's why. The day Matthews and Marlinga scored that amazing partnership at, at Melbourne, I think that was yeah. pretty special. So, even on that day, Sri Lankans didn't give up. Even the fans were still watching the match. I remember it was very late night in here and I was really young, but I still yeah. decided to stay up and watch the match. And that innings just gave me goosebumps. You know, Marlinga and Matthews, they pulled off a really good job. I think even off the field, it's, it's little, little moments like... Um, you coming home early from school to check the to watch the match. Yeah, you five people and I would never forget yeah, during the 2050. Sorry, okay. Oh, I just I just got a bit carried away because during the 2015 World Cup, I remember all of us used to go to the gym during school hours yes. and watch Sanga sure. score his hundreds. I'll never forget those days. Tony I, I, I think we watched that in the, the IT lab. Uh, IT lab. The yeah. IT lab. Yeah. <laughs> we were, so we used to go to the gym and then Tony Uncle will be there and he'll be like he'll be watching, he'll scold us a bit, and then he'll realize, you know, we're he'll just dying towards the match. <laughs> and then we used to watch with him. And yeah. those were just great times. Man, bad times, bro. And it also That's solved your life's problems, you know. It was it was a form of escape, no matter what you were going through, no matter Definitely. what your job was, how your boss was treating you, how much of a of a tough time you were going. You came home, you put on the TV, and you watched Sangakara just play his graceful shots, all your life's problems just seemed to vanish for those few hours. So that was the power that cricket had on, on the people of our country. I think it's safe to say it's, all, it's in our DNA, even uh, exactly. despite you watching the game or not. Um, so no doubt it's a very, very sad situation at this point. But I've also got no doubt that the set of players we have right now are incapable. I think they're very, very capable. Um, it's just that they need good management to back them up and no doubt in my mind that these players could be something wonderful for the country. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, for sure. If Sri Lanka get the things they have to get right, no question. This team can come back to the top yeah. easily. There's yeah. no question whatsoever. They just need to get the things that are wrong. They need to get rid of them and fix it and put in a proper, proper system. If that happens, there's no question this uh, Sri Lanka can return to yeah. its former glory. No question whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah. Just uh, discipline... Uh, system structures and uh, a good future plan. That's all we need. And uh, I, I, I think we've said enough. We've said enough. And now it's time for the actual. The most yeah, it was the most emotional. Episode. It was very emotional. Very emotional. It's, very emotional. It's, it's more emotional than, than even the, the football episode. And the yeah, the mm. fact that, you know, when we were young, we used to copy Sangha Mahal, a bowl like Malinga, when you get a wicker or something, that yeah. happiness, <laughs> that's just mad. And when you copy a Sangha cover drive or a Mahela cover drive, you know, it's just crazy. So, those yeah. were the good days. Good crazy. Days, good days. But, uh, there's hope still. There's a flick of hope. Definitely. And uh, I hope that Sri Lanka get, uh, gets their 
uh, stuff on track because uh, 22 million people are relying on uh, whether you follow the sport or not. It's going to be always 22 million people uh, always rely on the sport to uh, make themselves happy. So uh, I think with that we would uh, we will conclude this episode. Shyan and Aslam, thank you so much for giving your insight and staying for this long. You're welcome. ഫാൻസ് and each of you plays a, a, a vital role in making sure that the, yeah. the glory that shimanga cricket once had will prevail so don't give up there's always hope and have faith that the best days are yet to come absolutely when for me it's the same thing that i've got to say uh all these days i've been sharing my thoughts on the icc cricket comment pages and i've been you know regarded by a few and you know we will leave so thank link you in the description below link in the description thank you for we providing a compilation of yeah compilation of all my comments comments yes and yeah thank you for providing your platform to share my thoughts and maybe now i don't have to go to all these comment sections and share my opinions i hope i share it up so i hope i don't make send the link to them i don't make the link. you indians angry yeah but uh, uh, shout out to arena dotki as well uh, they've got yeah, do follow well that page and, and uh, they yes. ha- actually have hopefully a will be but website yeah. so hopefully yeah. we've launched it and yeah. it's a platform where you can book uh, futsal venues and other sports venues so we are expanding so do support us and give us a follow on instagram at arena.lk promoting products on the grass yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we grow together promotion every time. time we grow together we grow, grow together, together. like we are together let's go there is also an interview uh, uh, of banuka rajapaksha so if you all want to know about the, the player uh, a bit more you can get into that with the bench yes uh, the link is uh, obviously on youtube and if you just search banugaraj paksha the arena dot lk it it will come okay we'll arena it. yeah but yeah. it's been eventful and thank you so much for joining us boys uh, we wish you a pleasant pleasure. pleasant 2 uh, 3 years ahead you know with you know mentally to watch hopefully uh, we we'll come back for another episode when sri lanka passes its transition stage yeah. transition so i hope that so hopefully it's not when we have kids I hope and not exactly not i just hope not hope uh but other than that <laughs> we wish everyone of you all safe take care uh corona's out there still at, at least in sri lanka uh but take care and adios amigos and uh yeah from the grandstand podcast it's abhishek shavin and myself kavinka and from shayan and aslam are uh guests for this evening it's tata bye bye and take care the grandstand podcast is delighted to announce our partnership with the sunday morning happiness magazine where you will be able to see this episode in the form of a written article every sunday when an episode is released during that particular week A link will be available on their Instagram bio on at happiness.themorning or you can purchase your paper at your local store. So do check it out. Unite and we can stand up for one another regardless of the religion as long as you are Sri Lankan. So... Asabha, <laughs> 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 you got cut off my f***. <laughs>
पटावा सांबर 